Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back. It is the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio in studio with us live today. Elliot Shore Parks at the trade deadline desk. And already we got some Sixers moves in the first hour. 215-592-9494. All right, half hour from now, we're going to be joined in studio. It's a big in-studio day. Angelo Cataldi will be with us. Got to talk to him about this uh, Eagles offseason, Sixers stuff. Of course, a lot going on here. Angelo will join us a half hour from now. A lot of reactions. So here's what we have so far. We have the Buddy Heel trade early in the show as the Sixers move on for Morris, Korkmaz, a few second-round picks, and in comes Buddy Heald. And now, just before we went to break, Elliot, Daniel House out, and it's it's uh, we're seeing that maybe they're trying to make some roster move for a, yeah, a local so, guy? So Daniel House is going to the Detroit Pistons. They trade House and a second-round pick to the Pistons, so four second-round picks out today. But as a result of the moves they've made today, they have two roster spots. They've traded out three players, and only Buddy Heald has come back. The speculation is, and I would guess it's pretty strong speculation, is that because they traded house, they're going to have cap space to sign players after this uh, free age, after the deadline passes. And Kyle Lowry, obviously a Philly native, Villanova guy, is believed to be bu- is going to be bought out by the uh, by the Hornets. So the, the thought is they trade house, it gives them room to go and sign Kyle Lowry once he is released by the Hornets. Look, I've always loved Kyle Lowry. I don't think anyone's going to complain that he's going to come home and play. We just probably have temper expectations, right? You know, you think of Kyle Lowry, you think of he, at one point, he was a great player. He's an all-star four or five times. He received MVP votes at one point. He was, And Maury kind of discovered him early in his career down in Houston. So, I, Hugh, I see the connection for, for Lowry to play in Philadelphia, uh, with obviously, Daryl Maury. But he's 37 years old. Yeah, and he a little just, fluffy. Yeah, a little, a little fluffy. <laughs> a little fluffy. I mean, and you know what happens to all of us, man. It happens to the best of us. Yep. But I remember, like, he, his, to me, his, some of his best seasons when he played with DeMar DeRozan. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's a little fluffy. But, yeah, you're going to get something. This is one of those moves that you talk about, Joe. I mean, hold the fort type of situation. Yep. And hopefully Joel Embiid gets, gets healthier and Tyrese Maxey grows into that, that role that we need him to grow into and just try to stay afloat. Basically, that's what this is. Yeah, it feels like Maury's trying to thread the needle here between – you know, because so far what they've done is move on from second round picks and move on from expiring contracts, like mm-hmm. you mentioned at the start of the show, Elliot. But they haven't yet taken on any future money, like the the, the healed thing. Buddy Hield's just here for this year, and if it's let's say Lowry comes as a free agent with the roster opening, that would be a short term one year deal. So they haven't impacted the future at all, except for those picks. Yeah. So if they do bring in Lowry, I think what he would bring for them is a he can be the primary ball handler if needed. He has tons of playoff experience. He's won a championship. So. If they are in the playoffs, and I think no matter how bad this crater is, I think there's a 
pretty good chance they will be. He's someone that allows Maxi to move off ball. He can go back to being, you know, the kind of the, the perimeter scorer. So that's what I think Lowry would help. And then Buddy, I mean, by adding Lowry and and Buddy Heald, you have improved the perimeter. Like, really, it's just Maxi right now. Pep Beverly has played well, but I don't think he's someone you want playing major minutes in the playoffs. Melton is dealing with a back injury that's kept him out for a while. So they have improved the perimeter and their guard position for sure so far, if they do sign Lowry, who I agree is kind of cooked, but he is he can still be the primary ball handler. Uh, yeah, he can be. Yeah, and look, it's so this happens in every sport. I, I don't mind a, a player that's quote unquote cooked if he could help a little bit. I mean, he was playing twenty eight minutes with Miami. I would. I mean, if he plays fifteen here, you probably get fifteen decent minutes. Go to the phone lines here. Your reaction? Everything Sixers so far. Should they do more? Should they stop here? And of course, Hughes clues your guess here for a fifty minute hand and stone massage and facial spa gift card. Sean is up next on WIP. Hey, Sean. Hey, uh, so I just want to say I I love Tyrese Massey. Uh, from the moment he played, like, as a rookie, I, I was like, who's this guy? Who is he? The moment he touched the ball as a rookie, you could see that he has it. Like, he, he plays with the heart. The kid is it. And if you want to keep on calling him a number two that's not good enough, you're not it. Like, stop. Doing that to so the- oh, hold on. So what? He, what is he then? He's so if he's mad. not a number two, then what? What? What would he? What would we call him? Uh, would you call Russell Westbrook the number one? No, not now. I mean, I'm talking about back in the and day. And probably at, back in his day, he was a two or three, depending on how you viewed him and Harden back together. You call Russell Westbrook a three? Yeah, on a he championship said, he said team. Now. Yeah, on a he chip. Said, he said Russell Westbrook is a three now. No, he's a six now. He's a okay, six well, man. He's a six man now. Yeah, yeah. you say he's a three back in the day. That, yeah. A, that's ridiculous. And well, wait a second. Is, Hold on. How many championships did he? Was he the one or the two on? Zero. Well, the Westbrook is a selfish player. Maxi has that same quickness and style of play, and he's not a selfish player. He needs to be unlocked. He's one of the greatest strikes. Hold on. He needs to be have. unlocked. There's no one else playing with him right now. Unlock what? They, they've they given him the ball the whole time. He, he stunk the last few games. Un, un, what but, do you mean unlocked? They've given him the keys to the offense. He's the point guard. I'm telling you. No, I know you, you like him. I'm just, I'm not sure youngest, what. I'm not sure greatest what. Greatest superstar in the NBA, period. Well, hold on. They're going to be here. the youngest and the greatest. Job. I mean, come on. In he what t- league? The, said, N- the NBA? You heard him. I'm with him on this. Yeah, you hear me. Are you hurting? I mean, Sean, come on. I mean, like, I, I like Maxi a lot, but what do you mean, like, the best player in the league? Have you ever watched him play, dude? Like, look how fast he is. He's, like, one of the quickest and like, electric players, but he's just shy and timid he's when he shy. has the ball. He's, he's, shy. I, he's the dude, and he's he needs dude. to get he needs to get harder, and he's that dude, and he, he can be harder. that dude. Can I ask you a question? Why do they lose when he's the no, is no Embiid if he's so good? Because they like they lose it, almost every game when it's just was, him out there. He was sick last night. Jim. Oh, is this the flu or this is the uh, cough and cold? I'm telling you, dude. I watched I watched oh. Iverson play in high school. I'm from uh, Hampton Roads, and I watched Iverson play in high school. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. But my eyes, I, I, he's just as fast and like he, it, he's 
think there's no comment. Sean, he's a good player. He's an all-star. I just don't know why we have to go to he's going to be the best player in the NBA. I think he was saying he's the best young player in the NBA. Yeah, he's not. Which is also not true. Anthony thank Edwards you, is you, way better. But... Thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah, but yeah, he didn't. Yeah, yeah, he, he didn't say best. But he's not that. He's he's not as good as Anthony Edwards. He's the best young player in the NBA. Period. He's better than Anthony Edwards. Y'all know that's Joe Conklin, right? This Joe Conklin. No, it's yeah. this is all real. This, this is. Joe Sean, yeah, all right. We, he's we'll, better than Anthony Edwards. Not yeah. a, no, okay. I, I, but you build a, a team around Anthony Edwards or him? Anthony, Anthony Edwards, Edwards might be the best player in the league to build a team around, or like top five or something like Anthony that. Anthony Edwards without question, Sean. It's not even, it's not even really? close. Yes. You would build a team around Anthony Edwards and still build a team around Tyrese Matthews. Sean, you realize yes. a team built around Anthony Edwards is number one in the West. We can't win games with Maxi leading the team. You see that what I'm talking about right now? I'm telling you. There is a difference between what you're talking about, and I'm so excited for the Sixers because we have a bench now. That's the difference between last year's team and this year's team. We have a bench to do 3 and D and to go the distance. They just last traded away the bench, guys. Before, we doing Morris. Yeah, well, they didn't. We didn't have the bench. They didn't. All right, John, let's get you a guess here. Give, me, give us a guess for Hughes' movie to get you Dude. in the mix for the prize. I'm pulling for you, Sean. Boom. That's a pretty good like guess, you, man. though, man. I appreciate you. That's a, what was the guess? Doom. 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 I appreciate y'all so much. Oh, Sean, we, we pr- love you, man. appreciate it. So it's that not Doom. A, it's not that Doom. is a great guess because the newer version is way better. The, the old version was good, mm. but the newer version is way better because it's, it's more in-depth. Like, you know, it's two parts, and they're coming out with the second part soon. Y'all got me now. I'm a nerd hole now. Uh, but this, the, the first movie, it was more in-depth because they went more behind the scenes of the actual characters, like Paul Atreides and his dad and everything. So it was pretty cool. I that like was that, a great guess, man. I like you. That was a genuine good guess from you. You, you, you felt that one. It's yeah, it like was. You, it was. It's almost like you wish you, we did go with Doom for I do kind of wish I yeah, did that. I could see to it. help Sean win because he had some great points. I thought it was Joe Conklin at first, though. No, I no, really that did. was that was the world's biggest Tyrese Maxi fan. Am I losing my mind, or is our last caller a little bit too strong on Maxi? A little bit, okay. a little bit. He, I mean, he Anthony, was convicted. <laughs> Anthony he was, Edwards he might be, you know, obviously Jokic, I guess, would be up there begrudgingly. But if you're building a team around, team around any player in the NBA, it might be Anthony Edwards, considering his age and his current skill level. Uh, I agree with that. The yeah. Georgia kid, right from Georgia. From Georgia, yep. yeah. yeah. Oh, he's turned into a, a monster for the uh, the Timberwolves. There. All right, let's go to Matt in Levittown. What's up, Matt? Hey guys, what's going on? Hey um, Matt. I'm I'm just confused with these trades. One, I don't get Buddy. I love Buddy Heald as a player. Um, I don't get the expiring contract part. Where are you, do you want him back next year? And add on to that, what is the starting lineup with all these trades with Embiid out? Well, that's an interesting question. So, Elliot, when you think of Buddy Heald, let's say Melton is back. Buddy Heald's coming off the bench. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, uh, Batum, I'm assuming, will still start, yep. assuming he's not traded today. So, And yeah, obviously, Toby is a big question here, too. Like, Toby, between now and 3 o'clock, could be traded. But if there's no more trades, I think the current starting lineup, frankly, it honestly might be Buddy Heald in the starting lineup over Melton. That's an interesting discussion. But it would be some version of Maxi, Melton, or Buddy Heald, uh, Batum, Toby, and Embiid. And then until Embiid's out, you know, probably still Paul Reed or if they make another trade today. That's that's just my only problem without Embiid. That's a really small lineup, I think, in this league. It is. I would agree with that. No, the, unless they go find a center, it's going to be small either way, right? Like they they need to go find a Drummond or I mean Kelly Olynyk was a name that we threw out, but he was already traded today. It's going to be hard to find it's, that, Matt. Like unless they get an actual center, they're probably going to end up small over the next month and a half or so. Yeah, that just relates back to my point with Buddy Heald with the expiring contract. I love Buddy Heald next year. 
on the team. Mm. But without Embiid, what is this starting lineup and what can you even do when your tallest player is Paul Reed at, what, 6'9"? Yeah, and your backcourt's small because Maxie's, you know, he, among guards, he's small. Matt, give us a guess here for Hughes Clues. What movie are we talking about? Uh, the last guy took my guess, so I'm going to go with Planet of the Apes. Oh, that's a fun one. That's a that's another pretty good one. Well, it also has the remake element to it. Well, it's a good guess, and that's been remade twice. That's been remade twice. Where are you on the different ones? You like the original, the the remakes? (laughs) Well, the originals, I think, like (laughs) the original, some of the some of the lines in the originals, they they those dogs would hunt. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it was it was for that time. Yeah, it flew around that time. Hey, but but you talk about some really really great acting. I'm a big Charlton Heston fan back in the day, but boy, were you. You listen to some of those lines that he had in those movies back in the day, but like, ooh. Well, you ever watch just any movie from back then? You're like, they said that? I mean, that happens a lot. But it's great. It's great when you watch it like you watch something like The Heat of the Night or something like that. You're like, ooh. No, it's news. We got news. All right, another piece of news. What do we got, Elliot? Yeah, so actually, not Sixers news. We have Eagles news here. Brian Johnson is being hired by Washington in a prominent offensive role. What does that mean? According to Jeremy Fowler. So not the coordinator. I believe Cliff Kingsbury is the coordinator there. Quarterback coach. Quarterback coach, maybe, you know, assistant head coach, offense coordinator type of thing. But, yeah, he's being hired by Washington, so he will stay in division. Well, and he also is going to have a hand in their – obviously their next quarterback. I mean, Washington is the second pick. There's been some Mm -hmm. speculation they might try to move up for one for Caleb Williams. But even if they just stay at two, that's, I don't know, Jaden Daniels, Drake May. So. Hugh, we're not uh, we're not done with talking about Brian Johnson because he has a role in shaping this quarterback, you know, the division's quarterback. Oh, this is going to be exciting to see what that looks like down there for the Commodores with him down there. Brian Johnson versus uh, Vic Fangio next yeah. year. Yeah. Well, also it's a combination. It's Brian Johnson and Cliff Kingsbury, yeah. who could have been here, but it didn't work out that way. They went with Kellen Moore, so that's. Didn't it strike you as as people around the NFL thought higher of him than we did, Elliot? He got a lot of interviews very quickly, but head coaching, offensive coordinator. Now he takes a little step back in terms of whatever his role is, but it's not like he's out of a job. Yeah, and rightfully so. Brian Johnson, if if the Eagles hired a coordinator from a team that last year was top 10 in offense, top 10 in rushing, one of the better passing attacks in the league, was a playoff team, and he was a main play caller, everyone would be excited about that. I think when you're up close and you saw the downfall, I understand the criticism of Brian Johnson, but Brian Johnson is a good coach, and the league has shown that. He's had multiple interviews, and now he lands a job. Mm. So, yeah, I, I think the criticism of Brian Johnson in this town was was always overblown, much like it was with Gannon. When well, Gannon was they there. even said it when they kind of, like the players said that, like, he someone had to be a scapegoat, right? Someone yep. had to yep. go, someone had to be fired, and, and he was the one that was fired. Is this the next best thing? to Chip Kelly going to the Commanders because now it's Brian Johnson sort of twice a year. Yeah, and, King, and the Kingsbury thing because he interviewed here. They, in fact, they chose Kellen Moore over Kingsbury. It's like we get to follow that thing play play itself out now. David in Westchester. What's up, David? Joe, this is killing me, but I actually 100% agree with you today. David, it's about time. We've been waiting for you to be on the right uh, side of one of these debates. You, you know, every now and then a broken clock is right. So, <laughs> But you you are 100% correct. Um, this team, without Embiid, these moves they're making – um, they're just moves to make moves. Um, they need a shooting guard, but they need a shooting guard when Embiid was healthy. W- without them, they're, you know, the, the team is Embiid. So, yeah, they're a little like you. So, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but yeah, so, um, you know, you're, you're absolutely right here. Um, you know, the rest of the people in there today, you know, they're wrong. So we'll just 
take this victory and run with it. Yeah, we will. And and David, so so far I'm not I'm not upset because they I don't think they've done anything to really hurt themselves in the future. They haven't taken on any salary. They haven't traded first round picks. It's almost like it feels like Maury's trying to thread the needle between realizing they probably can only go so far this year, but not trying to give up on the season for the coach, for the players, for if MB can come back. So I I am. I will accept what he's done so far, but he better be careful, David. I don't want to trade away first-round picks before the end of the day. Let, let's have a, a big-picture view on this well, thing. Why wouldn't you trade away first-round picks if you can get elite young players to come in here beyond this year? Because I want to keep my options open for the summer, unless it's someone I love. Like, I don't love Murray as much as you guys do. So, I mean, he's fine, but I, I'd rather keep options open for the summer for a better player or a possible trade. Like, there could be a player this who's summer. The, who's the last great player to be available in free agency? Like, like, what player? I agree with you. Players pop up all the yeah. time, but LeBron James, LeBron James, was yeah, LeBron James, but he was always going to the Lakers. So yeah, I'm thinking right. beyond just regular free agency. Like, there's so, there's going to be someone out there this summer, like Lillard last year, says I want out, and the Sixers will have all these first round picks and and full cap room to just absorb the player. That's that's appealing. Yeah, to so me. you're waiting for something, and I get the logic in that to an extent. But there's players available right now. Like Murray can help this team right now. Embiid, look, who knows if he'll be back? But if he is, you go to the playoffs with a lineup of Embiid, Maxi, Murray. They have Buddy Heald now, uh, Batum. In this theory, Not in this case, lineup. maybe. Yeah, like you have a chance there. I think you're just you're overlooking the chance they have to win this year. I am. Well, because I don't. And you're also giving up on I, a, a year of Embiid in a way. Yeah. yeah. And now, I, if he was healthy, it's different. I mean, he's not healthy right now, David. So I have to factor that in. Yeah, Elliot's wrong here because they have they have a good lineup, but it's not a championship lineup by any stretch of imagination. Well, I have a question for you though. Like they were twenty eight okay. and six when Embiid was healthy. So if we're right. gonna if we're gonna say that if Embiid's back, because obviously if Embiid's not back, none of this matters to an extent in terms mm-hmm. of winning a championship. Exactly. But if Embiid right. if Embiid is back, they very mm-hmm. clearly have a lineup that can win a championship. Chip in the chair, man. Chip in the chair. Yeah. So so you're counting on a an injury prone player who is always hurt. Yep. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's. I'm telling you right now, it's not going to happen. Yeah, but um, you can help you yourself know. by adding talent now. Like I think the Buddy yeah. Heald thing helps them, right? If they add yeah, Kyle I, Lowry, I think, I think, I think there's some benefits. Yeah, but you but you and yeah, Joe are saying you want to punt on the year. So I also think that 28 and six is a little bit Eagles 10 and one ish. I don't. Right. I don't. That they had the best net rating in the I know, NBA. But they played a lot of. They played a lot of Wizards. They played a lot of Pistons. They played a lot of Hornets early in the season. Like, the, look at their schedule the next three weeks. They didn't play those teams early. I. I um. I mean, they already played the Celtics three times. They if I'm did not play mistaken. the Celtics. They but, played the Bucks. They. I mean, they've played. They played some of the better teams. I know, but the, their they schedule. Played the Thunder. Their schedule involves more of the better teams moving forward. I. I, I don't. Like I just don't think they're a championship team, so I'm not willing, especially with Embiid hurt, to go further. David, give us a guess here for Hughes Clues. Well, it should be Dune, so you should give that guy a, that actually answer. Why, why, should be. Why, did, why it should be Dune? Because people I'm like curious. because Dune, Dune is a, the remake is really good. I, and I totally agree. And and yeah. we, if you were paying attention on the line, I said, "Damn, I should have picked that one." Yeah. But that was I, not I, Hughes, that Hughes got regret on this one. <laughs> you absolutely should say that. But I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Dead Seven because that's the boy band Ooh. sci-fi movie. Dead Seven. Have you seen that one? Nope. Neither have I. Good guess though, David. Uh, so Dead Seven is not it. I, every time we do this, I, I need to look that up though, because I'm curious now. What is Dead Seven? What is Dead? Seven? Do you have a running list of movies, or you just when you something pops up, you watch it, or you like, oh, I gotta watch that one? Because you uh, watch a lot of movies. I do. It, it all depends. Like lately, like I like the movie a couple of weeks ago, Saltburn. Mm. That was pretty good. Kyle looked at me like I was good and crazy after he watched. Was it. that the one you guys was, tried to convince me by saying yes. it was different? And I'm like, I'm not gonna watch this. Yeah, it was different. It was different. But you still should watch it. It was a great movie. Uh, 
It was uh, it was a great movie. Well, it was, I, yeah. you watched it, Elliot? of course. Yeah, it was a great movie. I it am was, watching, it was different though. I am watching something different right now on Netflix. That's kind of weird, but I'm I'm into it. It's uh, called Fool Me Once. It's about a woman. Oh, who, have it's you a Harlan Coben one, right? I, yes, based off a book. What, yeah. what she, what so she do? it's a woman whose husband uh, was murdered, mm-hmm. but then after his funeral, she keeps seeing him, and the and then as you go through, there's a there's a feeling that it's either she's going crazy mm-hmm. or he's actually alive and the whole thing was staged. Gotcha. I'll tell you what else you need to probably watch. What do you got? The Griselda Blanco uh, documentary. Well, is it a documentary? No, it's a, Not a documentary. Well, no, because her, her oh, son, uh, what's her name? Uh, Vito Corleone or which one? No, she named him after one of the Corleones. Okay. I but mean, anyway, it's based on a true story. It's ba- like he, yeah. he it's was, like Narcos with Pablo Escobar. Because right. he was trying to sue Netflix for using some of the footage that oh. they gave him. or Something like that. It was like, I'm, I might have the story wrong, but one of her son's last names is Corleone something. Blanco or whatever. It is good. I've watched so it's a few really episodes good. of it. It's yeah. really good. And that Sofia Vergara is like the star and how they, they kind of made her. They tried to make her look like... Uh, Griselda Blanco, they didn't do a. That's good a job. different kind of role for her. She doesn't yeah. do those kind of like, stuff. Yeah, it was it was really good, man. It was really really good. All right, let's talk to Scott and King Approach. What's up, Scott? Hey guys. Hey good Scott. You. you too, buddy. So, what are you feeling? So you know your call's going bad when you hear Hugh kind of heckling you in the background under his breath <laughs> every word that you say. So hopefully that won't happen here. Um, no, I, I think like you're good. Scott. You're probably good. You're probably good. So. All right, just checking. I, I like the Buddy Hill tra- trade. Um, I like bringing in shooters. I know JoJo's not going to be back this year to play with him, but I think you get a good look at him, and you get a good look at if he's a good fit. And I think if he is a good fit, like I think he will be, I think there's a chance that he gets resigned and then bring him back. So. I, I like this deal. I think it helps now, and it has the potential to help in the future. And you didn't really give anything up. Yeah, Scott, I think uh, the heel idea is an interesting one, that he'll be back, that he could be a six-man next year, shooter next year. And if you think about what they could acquire, like, all right, they have Maxi, they'll have him beat. If they get, uh, let's say, a, a guy that replaces Tobias, a Pascal Siakam, like, heel would fit with that, Elliot, well, like, into the thing, future. One yeah. thing that's helped with is the Sixers are one of the lowest teams in the league in three-point attempts, which is obviously yeah. the most important shot. 27th in, in, in the yeah. league, I think. Uh, since 2017, um, uh, only one player in the NBA has made more three-pointers, and that's Steph Curry. So he, he, is, he is one of the most prolific and best three-point shooters in the NBA. Do you, think that there, do you think that there's been a player that has been more rumored to be traded to a Philadelphia team than him over the past, I don't know, what, five, six years? Yeah, I've years? wanted Buddy Heald on the Sixers pretty much since he was draft eligible. He was at yeah. Oklahoma, yeah. 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 No, he, he, Scott, it's, it's a really good point. No, we've talked – I feel like his name for him being a, you know, a solid but not great NBA player comes up more around this time of year or in the summer than any of those kind of players. Scott, give us a guess here for Hughes Clues. What movie are we talking about? All right, so Hugh and I are about the same age, and this is a recent remake, and I'm, I, I'm pretty sure I heard a voice inside my head that maybe it was Hugh. I don't know. Maybe he mentioned it on the air, but I think it's Godzilla. Oh, that's, that's another good guess. Not it, but a good one. All right, oh, Hugh, okay. it's a good guess. Scott, uh, good, good, good call there. Hugh, I think you should give everyone a second clue now. We have Angelo coming in a few minutes, so we'll do a little segment with Angelo, and we'll get back to all the phones. But why don't you give people a second clue now so they could kind of Think about it before we get back all right, to the calls. All right, and let you give you something to think about. The first one was this sci-fi remake was better than the original. Like it. And this movie 
set VHS records. Well, that gives you a little sense of the yeah, time period. Yeah, a little context clues right there. Context clues. Probably right. was not. Probably didn't come out. You know, last year if we're doing the VHS no, thing. All right. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. Time to get to on the show. We will get to some Eagles and the anniversary of today. What it means as we look forward with the team. Elliot's at the breaking news desk on all things Sixers. Buddy Heald is in. Probably more to come. Angelo Cataldi going to join us next. I wonder what he thinks about the idea of Andy Reid becoming the greatest coach of all time. We'll discuss it all. 215-592-9494. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Sick and tired of achy joints? Yeah, me too. That's why I went to QC Kinetics. And you guess what, everybody? My knees are feeling so much better. It used to be an issue when I was sitting in this chair every day and try to get up out of it, you know, getting up, you know, standing up and everything, and my knees was creaking and everything. But that's not anymore because when I went to QC Kinetics yesterday, I got my, my, my procedure and everything. My knees feel so much better, so much so that I think I will run in that, that marathon. Might do the Broad Street run. Looks like that might be in my future. It feels so good. My knees feel so good. And if you work out – this would be a great workout. This would be a great plan for you. This is not a Band-Aid that I'm talking about, folks. This is a revolutionary treatment that gets you back in the game. Your body has what it needs to, to heal and repair itself. And at QC Kinetics, they can make that happen for you. This is no drugs, no surgery, and there's no downtime. The future of pain treatment has arrived. Hundreds of board-certified QC Kinetic providers have treated a ton of satisfied patients all over America. And you could be one of them. Hip pain, back pain, any pain associated with arthritis or any injury that you have. Give my friends at QC Kinetics a call at 215-999-3000. 215-999-3000. One more time, 215-999-3000. QC Kinetics. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.